what's up you guys <laughs> yeah you already know it's your girl cocaine kisses i'm in the building you're in the building so let's just do what it is i do shall we we shall Coming to Illinois. 
like I did. Lay the groundwork for five hits. Remember when I told y'all first week out? Shift the hat for mail, niggas freaked out. Love yourself, but no one above thee. Cause ain't nobody gon' fuck me like me. It's home. What's up, you guys? How are thou? <laughs> I know. So it's like, first and foremost, how are y'all? For real. Is everybody good? I hope so. Feeling energy. I feel like you guys are good. Um, Co is good. I'm good. Everything's copacetic. I mean, you know, life's life, right? Roll with the punches type shit. But um, overall, I really don't have much to complain about, if anything. Um, yeah. Because I'm up. And I'm here. So, yeah. What is there to complain about? But, um, wow, you guys. It's been a minute. I haven't spoken to you since Labor Day. And um, I don't even know where to start, all right? You, you know me. Just freelance, off the dome, talking my shit. So, for starters, I don't know if the last time we spoke, I shouted out Kuwait. I don't think I have. But please allow me to do so now. Kuwait in the motherfucking building. Yeah. Yes, you guys have became, uh, become, I should say, you have become the latest, one of the latest countries to tune in and listen in on my, uh, my podcast. And I wanted to tell you thank you. Yeah, you know, I definitely, definitely always take a moment to uh, give thanks and appreciation for those uh, countries that that find a way to my podcast, however they find a way to the podcast. And I am just so like, you don't even understand. Like, I really am so humbled and appreciative of the support that you guys um, across the world are giving me. Like, I don't even think I really understand, like, how grateful I am. So, Kuwait. It's nice to know you caught an episode or two. And um, I felt out last night. I got another country, you guys. So um, in addition to Kuwait being uh, plugged in, um, the Philippines 
are now locked in as well. So, yeah. You guys, I sincerely am starting to lose count. Like, I couldn't even tell you. Um, I know I'm up to like 50 something international countries. And so again, to every single country and the states um, here at home, the United States of America that listen in, um, newbies and oldies, um, I definitely appreciate the love for real, for real. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I had a very brain fart for a second. So it's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, it happens. So, um, at the top of my list to talk shit about is, um, DOE, right? And as a parent of two children, um, one that's in the, uh, first grade who is very much, um, at risk every time she goes to school for, the potential contracting of COVID-19. It's only God that's keeping my kids and your kids and whether you really truly understand that or not, keeping your family safe. Um, But I'm very disappointed with DOE and how they've decided to handle the pandemic when we allowed uh children to return back to the building so the reason why i'm so like mortified like what the fuck is going on here is because it's no surprise or no secret i should say that there is whether you were contemplating letting your younger children get the vaccine or not there isn't one available to contemplate you dig what i'm saying like the vaccine Literally, you need to be 12 and over, right? First, it was 16 and over. Then they made it 12 and over. So, you know, I don't know who's doing the thinking in the government, but clearly somebody's taking a lot of days off. Because if you haven't, and again, your decision to uh, to take the vaccine or give your children a vaccine is strictly yours, but it would be different if there actually existed a vaccine for children of the ages under 12 and then you sent them to school in person versus not having that available but you're sending them to school for the potential risk of contracting COVID-19 so I'm one of the parents that was not in favor of my child returning to the building that's first and foremost right so the first day of school you guys um which was actually August 31st for Adoringly. I didn't let Adora go to school the first day of school. And I am so glad I follow my instincts. It's just the high priestess in me that I do things a lot different than other people. If I get an, uh, a channeled message to do or not to do something, I follow that. I don't follow the masses, right? So I was guided not to let Adora go to school the first day, let her go the second day. When I took a school the second day, don't you know... Her school had a COVID issue the first day of school. Look at God. So on the very first day, right, apparently a child had COVID. So I'm like, well, you know, Cole, good thing you ain't take door to school, first day of school, right? And then we have last week, 
last week, I want to say last Tuesday. So I don't know what fucking day that was, you guys. Uh, uh, what is today? Today's the 19th and it's Sunday. So yeah, go back to the Tuesday. All right. <laughs> that type of shit. I, th- I don't even know. It, it, it doesn't matter. What matters is that prior to picking a door up from school, I get a call from her school saying she had the sniffles. And so, you know, I guess they're super anal, which isn't a bad thing, right? You definitely do want to be as cautious as possible, but I think we've become overly cautious too. But in any sense, somewhere somebody might say, well, if we're not overly concerned, it's a problem. When we are overly concerned, it's a problem. So you can't please everybody, right? But nonetheless, I get this call that she has the sniffles and they're like, yeah, you need to come on in and come and get a door. So I'm pissed as fuck. Like, man, listen, I pray my baby ain't in no jammed up situation, right? God's so good to me and mine. So I pick a door up and the school is like, oh yeah. So, you know, she doesn't have a fever or anything, but she can't return back to school until she has a PPR done. So the PPR, as I found out later, is a way to detect whether or not someone has COVID-19. And it's a lot more, um, I don't want to say advanced. It's the percentage or the, the accuracy, thank you spirit, the accuracy is greater with the PPR than it is with the rapid COVID uh, test that you can take and find out the results in minutes. So, Wednesday, of course, the door wasn't able to go to school. I had to take her to her pediatrician to get this PPR. And I am definitely blessed to say that her results were negative. So, thank you again, Father, for that. However, God does things for a reason, you guys. Because although these people had me take a door out of school for some a couple of days to, you know, see whether or not if she had COVID and to... Um, eliminate Bubba I'm sorry you guys that's my big cat sorry about that you guys got a couple of kittens in here and shit Bubba is the big dude on campus but anyway so you know I don't know where the fuck I left off but yeah Wednesday she was not in school so that she can go and get this test done um, Thursday, uh, I'll get an email from her school that while she was out Wednesday, two more cases, uh, were discovered that two children in the school had COVID. So it's like, again, we dodged another bullet. God's good. Because the day that this happened, uh, we weren't even in school. She wasn't even in school that day. So, because remember again, they had me take her to her doctor to make sure she didn't have COVID and she doesn't. But it just goes back to what I began saying. Why the fuck would DOE, ooh, excuse me, you guys. Why the fuck would DOE send these little kids back to the school so fucking early, so quick? Like, what's the point? I presume, and this is just my presumption, doesn't mean it's accurate, right? But I feel like it all boils down to funding. You don't give a fuck about these kids and their health. They need bodies in them seats. You're, can't keep asking for money for funding if ain't nobody in the motherfucking building. 
right? So to me, I feel like they're disregarding the health of these children all at the expense of continuing to get funding from the government towards DOE, towards education. And if it's not that, then somebody really needs to explain to me why we thought it was okay to send these children damn near defenseless, right, back to school. I know in a door school, and she's in a charter school, it seems like every other week there's some situation about a COVID issue, a COVID scare, a potential risk of COVID. And I'm to the point, because you know me, Miss Email Queen, I don't think I want a daughter to return back here. Like, we need to have a meeting. Like, y'all need to return back to remote learning. Now, all parents won't agree with me, and that's okay too, but I agree with me. <laughs> Word up. I'm not super comfortable with a daughter returning back to school tomorrow on Monday. But, you know, God watches over us, and I know either way we're covered in the blood. But that's that, right? And so you guys are not oblivious to what the fuck's been going on too in the news and the media. So much fuck, fucking shit is going the fuck on. It's like you try to just, you know, but you can't. You can't. Um, I don't even know where to start. So since we're already talking about COVID, let's just take it from there, right? So I know you guys. And if you haven't heard about this, like, what rock are you residing under? So, uh, apparently, Nicki Minaj had uh, made a statement several days ago. I believe it was on her Instagram. In regards to her not attending the Met Gala uh, and her reasons for such. And it was stated by her that she had COVID, right? So, she was saying she had got... She had contracted COVID-19 and um, she was indicating her, her, you know, emotions behind not being able to be around her son, right? And obviously, as a parent, you could totally understand that, right? And she, ended, she went as far as to say, you know, n- nobody, she doesn't have a nanny and things like that, which most wealthy people do. Uh, rich people, they hire their nanny and the nanny basically handles all that. But she's one of the parents that doesn't have that setup in Hollywood. And so it's really, it it would appear that it's a lot on her to have to be separated from her son. So it went from that to a storyline that just took the world by surprise. I know I was like, what? When I I read this shit, because I mean, it's still to this day trending. And this was days ago. So, um, upon discussing her having COVID-19 and, um, her decision on whether or not she was going to take the vaccine, she indicated that she wasn't sure if she was going to do so because her cousin in Trinidad told her about a friend of his that took the vaccine and as a result had some kind of adverse reaction to the vaccine allegedly and his testicles swelled and due to that he was supposed to be getting married but as a result of that the wife didn't want to marry this person so when I first heard read because I read it then I heard it I was like what the 
Wait, what? So, okay. I don't think my issues were whether or not Nicki Minaj was debating on taking the vaccine. That's everybody's personal choice. And I think I've been stressing that since I started this podcast in 2020. Like what you do is for the betterment of you. Because ultimately that's who this is going to affect you, right? So I don't see no issues with her contemplating whether or not that's something she's going to do for her own reasons, right? I think it got really grayish uh, and concerning when we when she gave the statement she gave regarding hearsay. And I don't know, maybe it's the paralegal in me, the CJ student in me, you know, I work for the criminal justice system. So, you know, to hear a statement like that, automatically my head goes into law, right? So it's like the statement was so vague and how it was presented one would one most people of some kind of status wouldn't have even said what they said the way that it was stated because in all actuality it came off as a hearsay statement to me like who the fuck makes a statement about something as serious as an adverse reaction to the vaccine and don't give us any names, don't give us more. Like, if this was a, and it's not, but if this was something that was standing in court and this statement was some form of evidence, it would be and hold no fucking weight, right? Because who told you what? Who's this cousin? You don't only have one cousin in the world. Like, why? First of all, First of all, again, and this is just me, right? So you guys, this is no shade to Nikki. Like, I'm a realist all day and tomorrow. If you mad because I have a mind of my own, then get mad wherever you at. I'm still going to have my opinions like she has hers. Um, And we're going to all respect everybody's opinions, right? But for me, it was just like, why the fuck are we repeating some shit that can't be proven? Who the fuck is your cousin, right? All right, you don't want to give up the cousin? Cool. Who the fuck is the nigga your cousin said balls was <laughs> inflated, right? We're not going to get that up. But we make sure to mention that the wife no longer wants to marry him because the balls are swollen. Like, yo, wait, what, huh? Whoa. <laughs> you guys. Okay. So I think for me also, it's like, and again, anything is fucking possible, you guys. I'm not suggesting that what was said um, it's unlikely, but if you're going to make a statement like that and the truth of the matter is this is probably the first case that any, many of us even heard any affiliation of swollen balls and the, uh, vaccine being, uh, associated with, why would you leave it so broad to where you can't even question the person who you allege was in this situation. This shit got so crazy, you guys. And most of y'all fucking know, all right? The shit got so crazy that you had uh, governmental officials having to make statements in Trinidad about what Nikki has stated about her cousin's friend, right? These anonymous people. 
And uh, it would appear that they were very fucking pissed off. I'ma just call it a, like, don't be mad at the messenger. You can look at it and Google this shit yourself. Whether or not this story she presented to the world is legitimate or not is yet to be determined. But based on the officials from Trinidad, they indicated that there has been no such report, claim, or indicator that anybody experiencing the symptoms she spoke of even exist in Trinidad. And at this point, I would think that if somebody really did have this situation, they'd come forward, right? At the very least, to kind of make more of an awareness of what it is she's indicating exist, right? There have been, uh, in a matter of days though, after she made the statement, slight indicators of some sort of quote, if you will, proof, to uh, suggest that what she's saying could be very much possible. But I think it was uh, slightly irresponsible, if you ask me, for her to put out a statement like she did and not give more clarity and more uh, evidence to what exactly she said. Because again, that shit just sound like some high school, you know, rumor, yo, I heard such and such, like, we don't, we don't do that, that shit's about as bad as Wikipedia's information, like, who takes they ass serious, so, the world completely had a moment of division, where some people looked at Nikki as being, like, some kind of ambassador, I guess, um, and again, I'm not, I, I see, I, I respect her for, standing her ground when it comes to whether or not she's going to take this vaccine totally you know understand that i'm just a little more concerned about that statement that she put out afterwards with the balls and all that that looked a little like we reaching here and and if we weren't like give us something more to go on other than he said she said because that's pretty much what it sounded like to me just being you know i'm 39 maybe it sounded like something else to others but um, the world definitely was in a, in a in a state of division. You had people supporting Nikki for the statement. You had a lot of people flaming her. You got to be careful, especially when you hold such a huge influence over or in the world, I should say. Be mindful of the things that you say and how it comes out your mouth being said. Because words get twisted. People tend to be looked at as being ignorant or just not knowing in depth about what the fuck they're talking about. But um, I remember doing, you guys remember I did an episode, either the last one before this or the one before that, where... You know, uh, K. Michelle spoke out about her being very indecisive on whether or not she was going to take the vaccine. Um, and it that her decision had a lot to do with the fact that she has silicone in her body. And she was explaining out of her own mouth, you guys, these ain't no paraphrased words. She stated that uh, because of the silicone and silicone never leaving your body, she had some mixed feelings as to whether or not she should even take the vaccine because of that and the effects that would take place in her body because of that. So, you know, I'm wondering too if that might be a concern of Nikki because she, you know, she's been 
honest about the fact that she's got work done and there's areas that are not completely natural. So if what K. Michelle says or has said is truthful, then that would possibly or should possibly, if you ask me, be a concern um, in terms of whether or not she takes this vaccine. Because if you have silicone in your body and there's a possibility that it can produce adverse reactions to you, then yeah, you you, you might want to be concerned amongst other reasons, obviously, when deciding whether or not to take this vaccine. But this shit just really got blown out of proportion. Uh, sometimes I wonder why we as a race of human beings have just stopped thinking for ourselves. Why everything that someone says, we, you know, tend to take their words as the all be all, you know, we're all individuals. We all have minds of our own. And just because somebody is prominent in one field, doesn't make them an expert in another unless they are an expert in that other field you know what I mean it's like just cause you go outside and the temperature feels like oh I guess it should be somewhere around 60 you taking hypothetical guesses and shit don't mean you a whole meteorologist that's all I'm saying like you didn't go to school for that but you know that's just my opinion folks right so what else but, um, again, I definitely advocate that the decision to take the vaccine should be strictly your decision. And if you are a parent, you know, obviously you are overseeing the decision for your children or, you know, making that decision for your children in the best interest of your children, I would hope. So, yeah, it, 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 it's crazy because you have 50 cents. On, I think, was it the Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel song, uh, show? You know, people who have, you know, the memes are out there, ridiculous about this shit. It just went way left. It really did. A lot of people, though, and don't kill the messenger, but listen, this is the information that was out. A lot of people on Twitter basically felt like this was a ploy for her to kind of, uh, lessen the attention that was on her husband around the same time she made these statements about COVID um, and what had occurred with him legally in regards to um, his case and, you know, his registry um, that he failed to do back in what earlier this year and so he had a lot of legal issues and I guess the decision on what they were going to do with that came out around the same time she made this very controversial statement and so a lot of people on Twitter just felt like it was a way for her to kind of sweep what was going on with her husband under the rug so that not too many people discussed that versus you know her making this more prominent of a thing to be talked about Keep in mind, though, she still has legal issues, unfortunately, with uh, the victim of her husband, who is alleging that um, they tried to bribe her. And it's like, it's just nasty. There's a lot of nasty situations going on for some people. 
And as if that wasn't enough, right? Then you have Karen Sybil catching so much heat yesterday. Like, shots, gunshots rang out for her. Like, first of all, a lot of people were just like, yeah, about time. I'm going to be honest, from the uh, angle of information I read and sources that I came across, um... Twitter was like about time when it came to Karen Civil. And um, most people probably did not know to what extent her character flaws lied. But uh, now they know, right? Type shit. And, and you know, I don't know this person. In, uh, per- I don't know this woman personally, of course. But it would appear based on the sequence of events involving her. Her characteristic has been shady from the perspectives of those that felt they got shaded by her for a while now. I think just it has found the way or at the time there was, it was a way, a way had been found where it was hush hush. Like, all right, this shit happened, but we gonna move on to the next type of shit. Cameron definitely um, brought attention to Karen some time ago and and it got really controversial because people just felt like Cam was, you know, had a lack of, you know, respect and support for black women. Um, and now that this has transpired, the latest with Cameron, and you got a lot of people who's like, see, I told you Cam wasn't bugging back then. So apparently, uh, I mean, you just can't make this shit up. You really can't. So apparently, uh, Karen is now involved in two really heated lawsuits. Um, discussions about both of them trended on Twitter yesterday. Um, and it seems like she's being accused of being, um, a scammer, fake, uh, and which, you know, it's crazy because she went on the clubhouse to kind of, I guess, explain her side of the story. But it definitely didn't make her look any more innocent than what she tried to portray herself to be. I'm really concerned about the fact that there was an admittance of hacking hacking other people's social medias to kind of get them removed. That had my eyes all the way open, like, wow, because I told you guys, different scenario, but I told you guys, when my Instagram page, my original page that I had since 2012 was just mysteriously disappeared out of no fucking where, I told you guys, there are people here who have a certain prestige or rank that will do that to you. If they feel like you're getting too much attention, if you're speaking too much truth, if they feel you're stepping on their toes, and whatever the case may be, generally for me, I believe it stems from straight hate and jealousy. Let's just call it what it is. But let's not act like people don't do that, especially high-ranking people in the industry. And it's, it's sad when they do that to people who they already feel is beneath them, so then why do you have to do that to these people? But anyway, so um, the two lawsuits that's being discussed heavily now, oh, well, were on Twitter. It's still trending, though. Has to deal with uh, Jessie Wu, right? And uh, this uh, situation she had with Karen Civil regarding the lawsuit. Um, 
because of this uh, alleged uh, marketing consultant situation going wrong. Like, Jesse accused uh, Karen of using some um, bogus company, I guess, as a way to, like, obtain personal information to try to use against her in a extortion case for get you get this you guys the sum of three million dollars. She also now this is Jesse I'm talking about now Jesse um who is a comedian a singer so she also alleged that um this so called fati- uh fictitious ex- uh, appearance was created by Karen to one embarrass and two intimidate her. So, you know, if you didn't know, you guys, you know, Jesse Wu is not, you know, by any means dumb, right? So let's just first put that out there. Because a lot of time people try you because they think you are the one to be tried until they realize they should have never tried you. She's very highly educated. If I'm not mistaken, both women uh, have college education, but I definitely know that Jesse has a master's degree um, and she definitely utilize her education very well um she stated while going um through these court proceedings with karen that karen's team um tried to like make amendments to um to the to the um case ahead of the hearing and it just was like what the fuck is going on? Because now it's Karen's burden to prove that, you know, Jesse costed her $3 million. It did, you know, it's just nasty. And it, without saying Jesse won her case, right? But to me, if, if that wasn't enough to kind of have you looking at Karen's characteristics and lack of uh integrity and morals like then you had joiner lucas on social media going in about some shit that happened between him and karen some years back in which he indicates that he paid her sixty thousand dollars for her services but never received anything he was promised and when he did reach out to her she would send him you know, very harsh texts about I'm on vacation. Don't hit me up. Like just trying to basically brush him off. And he indicated that this happened during a time where he was like really financially in a strain. Like he said he was broke. He was on his last leg. And you know, that 60K he gave her was literally his last effort to try to get on. And he felt like, you know, she stole that from him and if this is actually what happened you guys because hey i wasn't fucking there but if what he's saying is the truth then that's exactly what it is she did still i don't give a fuck you know and this is the problem with people doing things again i don't know whether she did these things or not but it does look kind of weird that you know people are exposing you all at the same time you know it looks like there might be a possibility that there is some form of truth 
And if not both of these situations, definitely one of them got ruled in favor of Jesse. That is so. You can't go. If, 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 if this is even true, what happened? If Karen is really living up to this nasty um, image of being, you know, a uh, a scammer, a liar, a fraud, an embezzler, whatever it is that they're painting her out to be. If this is actually who she is, that means that people in her camp or people who know her or knew of the situation went to great lengths to hide this shit about who she was. And that's even more fucked up because what you did was create more space for this woman to be every bit who she's now being exposed of being. So she's doing more harm to people. Like that's that's fucking crazy if any of this is remotely true, right? But I'm, you know me, my saying, and many of y'all know this saying because you grew up under it. What you do in the dark is always going to come to light. I don't give a fuck how long it takes. I don't give a fuck how powerful you think you are. Nobody is more powerful than God. So when he's ready to expose the fuck shit, it always gets exposed. Especially when people go out their way to be mean, vindictive, betray people. Shit was crazy. Uh, Joyner said at the time that all this happened, he uh, he had only about 5K followers. And I guess he, he feels like at that time, she was looking at him like he was a nobody. And so, you know, yeah, this can happen to you because who the fuck are you type shit. And whether it was her way of thinking or not, you do have people in this world who do things to people that they feel are just the quote average Joe or you ain't nobody to them. You're nobody. So they do things with the mindset that they could get away with it. And let me tell you the funny thing about the universe is karma. They will make you look and they will make it look like you've gotten away with it. <laughs> That's the setup, nigga. <laughs> because when they expose you for the shit you did or are doing or was doing, there's no backing out of that shit. The light is shining on you for the fuck shit you've done or you do or you were doing, right? But again, you know, most people on Twitter, I hate to say this, you guys were not even surprised as to the allegations against Karen Civil. You had some people like, who the fuck is Karen Civil? Like, and I'm surprised those tweets were out. If you think I'm lying, please go to the tweets, right? Um, but for those who are listening and you too are like, who the fuck is Karen Civil? She um, is a very close friend of, uh, I think, Mac Main and Lil Wayne. Uh, she first got, she first got noticed as a blogger and then around the time that Wayne had went to prison, she created some website for fans to be able to write him. So after that, she kind of just like took off and became noted as some type of media strategist, hip hop strategist, if you will. But there has been from that moment up until now, a lot of conversations about how she is as a person or how she runs business. And from the looks of it, it ain't being ran with good ethics. Not based on what these two people are saying. 
You know what I'm saying? These ain't my words. These are, these is how these people feel. They felt like this woman did fuck shit to them. And, um, it would appear that in the court of California, California felt the same way too. Yeah. You guys, man, it doesn't pay literally like to steal and just be low vibrational, whether you a celebrity or not, like you're not going to get away with being a fucked up person. You can't get away with lying. You, know, you might think you're getting away in that moment, but that's the setup for your exposure to come full circle. Now, you know, I'm fair and civil, uh, Karen's defense. She did release a statement to, uh, Bullard alert denying, uh, Jonah's allegations and quote stated, it's easy for him to make broad statements when you aren't familiar with the back end of business, especially marketing subcontractors were paid, including revenue agency. PR and local reps, mixed shows and radios, you guys, all parties contracted out on his behalf to execute were paid for the overall budget allowed it. When he expressed his unhappiness about not getting VIP access to a New York NBA 2K event because he arrived two and a half hours later, I don't, oh, let me, let me finish prior to the team, prior to the time he was given him not being able to reach me the following day. Um, she is indicating it began all of this crazy shit, but those apples and oranges, like, honestly, I don't see the connection. I don't, especially not when Bobby Schmurder had a song, uh, September 6th, they said of this year that allegedly again, uh, Karen was promoting and Twitter was like, have any, has anybody heard the song? So it's like, you can say what you say, but the, the proof is going to outweigh what you say. That's just it. Like everybody got their chance to defend themselves, but just cause you got a response and come back don't mean it's in truth. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean it's a lie either. It just means you better have some evidence to back up what the fuck you saying. Cause words is just words. I don't expect a murderer all the time to say, yes, I did murder that person. You got to prove I murdered him. And even then with the evidence that nigga, if he's demented enough will still be like, I didn't do that. So yeah, like, uh, I don't expect people to be stand up people when all of this shit has happened. That proves your character ain't the most noble character to have. But nonetheless, this shit looking nasty. You guys, you know, everything ain't what it always appears to be, right? That's just the that's just the the science behind things. And also, if I took anything away from all the craziness that happened over the weekend, is that we all people. You know what I'm saying? Once you start thinking because of a certain income bracket, a certain status, a certain influence you might have makes you better than other people or it makes you be at a position to 
treat people fucked up or uh, do things uh, that aren't savory, then, you know, that's when the universe steps in. Because people oftentimes, because of their money, their status, their influence, their popularity, do fucked up shit. And they don't ever dream of any forms of consequences because they feel like, I'm who I am. I'm rich. I'm such and such. I got a name. I got an influence. I can do all this shit. And yell. picture somebody, especially if they do it to somebody they, they believe is beneath them. Yeah. This is why I keep telling people as a light worker that I am, stop looking at people, what they have and don't have, where they are in life or where they're not, and think to yourself that you are better than them or they deserve to be treated with less respect than anyone else simply because they don't have what you or your circle has. Because the universe don't give a fuck about none of that. God don't give a fuck about none of that. It's based on your heart and your intention. That's all he's worried about. Your millions of dollars versus this person's, you know, thousands of dollars is not the deciding vote on justice. Just so you know. So if you fuck over people in life because you're at a position that you think grants you the right to do that because of your money, your influence, your uh, your uh, affiliations and connections. I'm here to tell you, that's not gonna last. All you're doing is building up a shitload of karma to come smack you right in the face when God and the universe is ready for that to happen. So yeah, be mindful of what you do out here because having money and wealth does not give you a get out of jail free card from the fucking universe nor God. Yeah, yeah. Lastly, no, I did not catch the versus uh, battle between Ja Rule and Fat Joe. I didn't purposely, you guys, miss it. I just didn't get a chance to catch it. But I had, I knew weeks before the battle aired who was going to win. You know I knew. And so I make it my business with my predictions to put them out far in advance. So when it comes out that what I said was what I said, you can't even be like, Cole didn't say that. So I made a point of saying well in advance who I felt was going to win. And that's exactly who won. Uh, you know, Jod against Fat Joe. I don't, I don't see that as, as, uh, competition I don't you know and this is just my opinion again shout out to both artists Fat Joe and uh Ja Rule but growing up I never really vibed with Fat Joe's music I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck like that's my truth I didn't fuck with Joey Crack let me just be honest his music I, and when I did, I'm going to tell you like this. When I did start to like, okay, the real reason why I did was because of, uh, big pun. I swear to God. When I finally came around to like, all right, I'm a, I'm a listener. Joey Crack, Fat Joe. Uh, it was honestly because of big pun. And the second big pun died, it was like right back to square one for me. Like I fucked with Joe with a couple of hit makers he had. He did have some shit with some people, he definitely put Remy on a, you know, 
that type of shit. But he's definitely nowhere near my top. He's not even in my top 10. Sorry, not sorry. It's That's just my preference. Um, So when you put him up against Ja Rule, I'm music over everything, bars over everything for me. There's no way. To me, Fat Joe got enough songs to fuck with Ja. Like, you don't have enough hits for that. You don't have enough music for that. You don't. So that's just my opinion. Somewhere, 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 one of my one of my listeners, you guys are like, nah, that's bullshit, cuz. Fat Joe's the truth. And I'm so glad you feel like that. That's why he loves you for being a loyal fan, right? Shout out to Fat Joe. You know what I'm saying? He is from the hood. He is from Forest. That's right behind Union. I used to live at 987 Union. Ew. But um, yeah. I was kind of disturbed that he made that very disrespectful comment about, um, who was it? Was it Little Mo? Yeah, it was Little Mo. He has said some really disrespectful shit. Um, I mean, he's apologized since, but he definitely came out his face with some old dusty bitches dissing and like, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I don't know what that was about, but, um. Little Mo has, um, Little Mo has, uh, accepted his apology, but she did not take, uh, kindly to him referring to her as a dusty bitch crackhead during the verses. That was, that was out of line, you guys. That was very, very out of line. Everyone may have seen or me speak up and recently, you know, being clean from opioid addiction. So saying those are the kind of bitches you get from the crack house, it's like, whoa, we've seen the recent deaths from people, you know, overdosing and stuff from the DMXs to the Michael K. Williams. Like, we're not gonna play those type of games because you don't know what anybody's dealing with. So I'm glad to say that I'm clean, but I don't know who else, because a lot of people were offended. Like we haven't shared the stage in almost 20 years. So that right there, was monumental and it was like really great for me just because everybody saw what I've been through. So I didn't watch the um, verses at first, but when I went in the back, the first text message that I received was from my daughter, my oldest daughter, she's 19. And she kept on saying, yo, he's talking too much. Like he got to pipe that down. And I was like, no, it's verses. You don't know what's going on. So I hadn't heard the banter before. I did see Joe in the parking lot right after his sound check and we embraced so i didn't realize all of that stuff was being said before we arrived um when i had got off the stage the first time that's when i started seeing the comments like yo he wrong for that so i'm like oh they going at it it was said four times two times before we were there in the in the building because vita was sitting backstage the whole time i wasn't and two times after we left the stage that's what i heard it was said that you need to feed them these dusty bitches, whatever was said. Like, I don't even want to repeat it because it was so vile. And I think it was just like really disappointing and disheartening because I was there to support both, not only the verses, but the artists, because, you know, this is nostalgic. This is when we get to relive our early 2000s. Like, yo, our song, Put It On Me, was retired from 106 in Park. That's how many times we were number one. So anybody that was going against that, whether you want to bring up the past or anything else, 
me nor any female that was in the building on that stage should have never been verbally attacked. So there was never an apology there. I saw, I didn't even see the tweet. I saw a, a blog post the tweet that was the apology. And I was like, well, who is little MOE and BIDA? That's not even our names. So I was like, maybe, you know, I never got a formal apology or anyone that anybody is speaking of. And for anybody to join in, it was just like, you can't tell me how I'm supposed to feel. Like I still have triggers. I'm healing, but I'm not all the way there. So I was actually disappointed and kind of humiliated for people that may be battling addictions or just just certain terms nowadays, they just not gonna fly. So people have to be accountable. And I'm not asking anybody to cancel anybody, but I want people to know you have to be held accountable. I've been held accountable for things that I've said, you know, and I know I was wrong. And I was just like, no, like Mo, in order to move forward, you have to make good by what you did wrong. So it's just like, you can't text or tweet an apology if you offended in public. So I'm not looking for no Birkin bag or anything, but I just know how the, the streets work. So, you know, I don't want it to go that way. So I was like, yeah, I'll speak up because I want to stand and represent for women who have beaten battle addiction, who have seen me be a single mother of five and still push through and come back after being on reality TV and being called everything under the sun besides a child of God. And now I, I have to change that narrative. Because if that's what somebody thinks of anybody that was on that stage, that's disrespectful. So, yeah, I'm very disappointed. I mean, granted, he's apologized after the fact. Uh, but I don't feel like it was probably the most sincerest apology. I mean, Joe Fat got some... <laughs> Joe Fat. Fat Joe got some nerve, all right? He got his own issues. Niggas saying you snitching and all that and you got nerves to call bitches dirty like wow bitches that sung and did shit like that that was that was whack like this, this is yeah then y'all wonder why niggas ain't in my top 10 it's shit like that like nah yeah uh he apologized though allegedly nah nah let me not say allegedly he did apologize. Apparently, uh, he apologized to Little Mo and Vita. Vita! In an Instagram um, comment, he wrote, look how, in, that, you gotta write this. And these are females you've known for years. See, this is what I mean about sometimes people do the most, for they, they do shit for TV and, and, and this generation, social media. This shit ain't genuine. Cause you could have picked up the phone and told her that. Now, but. He wrote, I'm super sorry. I love you and Vita. I said sorry to your face before I left the building and to Vita. I was caught in the morning. And I'm super sorry. God bless. He told his followers, I want to apologize to Little Mo and Vita and to every woman that feels disrespected by what I said. I don't just love black women. I adore them. I worship. Oh, boy, please. Like, yeah, like, 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 I hate when people try to rebuttal what's already been said and then clean it up like they've always been down for the cause type shit. I'm a bitch that's called all that shit out. Like, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. You love black women, cool. You wanna came out your face and said that fucked up shit. Just cause you got some black women that you know that you cool with don't mean you love black women. Like, let's, let's, let's never get that misconstrued. But again, All that matters is that Mo accepted his apology and niggas put on a grown adult attire and move forward from that. You know what I'm saying? That was really whack, though. 
It really it was, Fat Joe, just so you know. Like, and this is why people need to be humble before God humble you. Like, all of this, sometimes this, this stardom really be going to celebrities' heads and they forget. Y'all niggas is stars because of the people. It ain't your own fellow peers of stardom keeping you rich, my G. Yeah, it ain't the niggas that make albums like you making sure you stay on top. It's the people that y'all seen the shit on, the little guys, or y'all wanna act better than that's keeping you on the thrones that y'all even on. Like, the people keep you in position. Don't ever forget that. The minute you start shitting on the people is the minute your privileges can be revoked. Whoever you are type shit. <sighs> I'm telling you guys. And on a, on a side note, this is why you got to be very critical of the energy you put out, my nigga, because it's going to come back. It is. And a lot of people laugh at the little guy that they think is stupid for being humble, for being nice, for not retaliating, for being peaceful, for showing love, for being generous, for being given. These people get laughed at and made fun of, right? By the people who are not like that. Until God boomerangs that shit back and puts those people on front street to be made fun of, ridiculed, disrespected, exposed. Yeah. It ain't a world in a circle for nothing. There's a reason why it's a circle, my G. Never think you better than the next person. Because you too can fall from grace and fall even harder because you up higher type shit. You heard? But with that being said, I want to let you guys know I'm going to take a quick break too. This is my 17th uh, episode, you guys. And this is segment number 10, so... When I start segment uh, episode 18, it will probably be somewhere around November, December-ish. Because uh, I definitely need to start focusing down on this book. Like I told you guys, I am in the process of writing uh, my experience on this Twin Flame journey that I've been on since 2019. Um, and everything that has been associated with it. It's one, I'm still on a journey, right? It's one hell of a fucking journey. And I thank God for the journey, for being chosen as a chosen one to be on this journey with my uh, counterpart. But uh, yeah, I, I, I need time to really focus on that. And the reason I'm putting this book out is because there are so many misconceptions about this journey and falsehoods associated with it. Like I've been telling you guys, I've been very honest and vocal. Um about the misconceptions about this twin flame journey and how some people just think it's a great phrase to use about a relationship that they're in and it's so far beyond that and it's so many lessons and growth spasms that take place in this journey that most of these people claiming to be twin flames don't even touch the surface of but since i'm an authentic divine feminine empress and high priestess i'm being guided to write this book and so yeah i gotta kind of remove myself from this for a little while, you guys, so I can start, you know, handling that. But I'm not going to be going too long, just enough time to complete something else on this journey of mine. And um, you can always keep playing, rerunning the segments, tell a friend to tell a friend, yeah, because I talk about a lot of good shit on here. I've been on here since March 9, 2020, so there you have it. And I've been working, you guys, like I said, 
This is officially the last episode of season 17. Yeah, all me, right? Just doing what I love to do. And clearly, a lot of you motherfuckers love what I do. And I love you for loving what I do. So again, thank you everyone who has taken the time to listen to me, took my talk, shared my um, podcast, you know, um, just supported me and the things that I'm doing. I really do love you. And so for that, sending love, light, peace, and um, healing your way into your loved ones. And stay safe, you guys, okay? Stay healthy. Practice safe social distancing and um, be kind to one another. You never know when you might need the very person that you shit it on. Yeah. (laughs) That note. I'm out of here, you guys. Later, you guys. <laughs> Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone.